This is C. Diversity. I'm back with another episode of Talking to Myself. This is episode 10. I want to jump straight into what we've been dealing with uh, in the world. The civil unrest due to the deaths primarily of George Floyd, but I want to mention two others. There's Breonna Taylor, who was shot in her home by police uh, by mistake, shot and killed in her home by police by mistake. Uh, there's also Ahmad uh, Arbery, I hope I'm pronouncing his last name right, who's actually died, I believe, a couple months ago, but the police are just now getting, just they just recently arrested the three men involved just due to public pressure, not because of their own work and investigation. They had been not going to arrest these three men. It took the public getting on it for that to happen and video uh, being leaked. <clears throat> Um, then uh, George Floyd who died about a week ago in Minneapolis the, there was a police officer who had his knee on his neck for 8 minutes and 43 46 seconds um, it's on videotape there's three other officers there that did nothing to stop it um, and once the once they announced that they weren't going to arrest and press charges on the officers all hell broke loose started in Minneapolis with the protests and then slowly it was in Louisville and then not slowly very fast uh, I didn't say slowly very fast it was in Louisville LA New York Chicago it was going down um, and then at first I want to say it was pretty raw like if there there wasn't much direction at first um, and people it got kind of chaotic um, and then you had people coming in from other areas, white people coming in from other areas to loot and do damage. And then, of course, the protesters and black people who were just in the area are going to get blamed for it. They are coming from other areas with bricks, loads of bricks, um, and just dropping them off. They're not throwing bricks. It's the weirdest thing ever. In every city where these protests are going on, you will find video of white people dropping off a stack of bricks, a pile of bricks, or spray painting Black Lives Matter or BLM on buildings. And um, of course, the black people are going to get blamed for that. Um, and it's the weirdest thing ever. And if you were to stop them and ask them, like, yo, what are you out here for? They don't know the point of the actual protest and shit. They're just there to take advantage. Oh, these businesses have insurance. Uh, they'll get their shit back. And it's crazy. On video, I've definitely seen mostly white people looting from these stores stores that black people wouldn't even never go to not even not even in the midst of the protest it's on a, like a whole block away while police are distracted people are getting lost in the sauce it's getting very chaotic uh i don't know how long this is gonna go on it's been about a week and a half um it took a, a, about a half a week maybe a week for them to finally arrest and charge the one officer we want to see charges brought against the other three that were just standing there doing nothing and we want to see uh, all chokehold methods removed from police training. Those are some simple things that could probably stop all of this rioting and protesting that's going on. I don't want to mix the two. Those are two separate things. But if you appease the protesters, then other people have no excuse to hide amongst the protesters to then go sideways and cause havoc and loot and riot. Um, the 
president has been no help in easing the tensions of the situation and I don't know what's supposed to happen next. We've got curfews starting at 4 p.m., 6 p.m. in some areas where everything closes at that time and you've got to be in the house. Um, no foods, uh, no food places are still open. No uh, stores are still open. Matter of fact, like I'm gonna cut this segment short so I can make sure I get my day together to make sure I get everything done by fucking 6 p.m. before the National Guard, who's out here, by the way, gets to roam in these streets with these rubber bullets and blasting on niggas and installing this martial law fear because it's not actual martial law. So let me go get my schedule together and I'll come back with the next session. Or am I just talking to myself? Yo, what's going on? Peace, peace, peace. It's your guy, C. Diversity, back for another segment on Talking to Myself. Right now, I want to discuss B. Simone. B. Simone is a uh, Instagram personality, uh, comedian, uh, influencer. Uh, she was on Wildin' Out. Um, beautiful person definitely got a lot of uh, hustle about her um in the last week or so she's had some things some issues some media issues uh the first one was her saying that she wouldn't date a guy with a 9 to 5 because of them not understanding her entrepreneur lifestyle why she's up at 3 a.m. packaging lip gloss while you got to leave and get on a flight to this gig at the last minute so on and so so on and so forth well the intimate the the intimate the internet wasn't feeling that basically felt like she was talking bad about people with nine to fives like there was basically like like they were basically broke. Like there was a, a cap on their lifestyle because they have a nine to five. When in actuality, there's a lot of people who have nine to fives that make more than you know Instagram influencers, actors, rappers, etc. <clears throat> the notion people assume that a nine to five is just a job, but people also forget that um, lawyers clock in and out, doctors clock you know in and out. Those are that's considered a nine to five. Just because they're highly skilled and trained in it doesn't make it not a nine to five. Some people argue that doctors and lawyers aren't nine to five. So, all right, trash man. Trash man is a nine to five job that pays excellent money. School janitors make excellent money. My high school janitors was fucking paid. They, they had the best cars out of the entire faculty. That's from principal, dean, teachers, coaches, etc. Nobody had more money than the school janitors. And talking to them, I found out that, that it was a high-paying job. And then you, al- you always hear that being a uh, working on a trash truck is a high-paying job. Always ever heard that. 
Um, but anyway, I don't want to get sidetracked. The point is that there's very high paying nine to five jobs. So that doesn't um, ne- necessarily ring true in her statement. You know, totally feel that way. Doesn't mean that I'm right. Doesn't mean that she's wrong. Um, but yeah, there's there's plenty of nine to fives that pay more than the things that we do for entertainment or influencing, etc. Um, and people gave her a lot of shit for that. Basically, like, how are you going to be... How are you talking down on somebody else's situation when you, in a lot of people's eyes, just arrived at your situation? Doesn't seem fair. Seems odd. It seemed really negative. Part of it could have came off as a joke. If dead people missed it. The serious part of it is, I mean, everybody has a preference. You can't judge someone for their preference. It just came off kind of harsh. Whatever. I, I thought, okay, give it a week or two. You know, we'll be talking about something else. We got more serious shit going on. Then, the issues with plagiarism come about. For those of you who don't know, plagiarism is when you're using somebody else's words as your own in your published writings or whatever your writings are like basically like when we when we were in school if we were to just take someone else's like something from a book and just copy that word for word and put in our report that's plagiarism by the time I got to college um they had a app called turn it in where that you had to use to turn in all of your written reports and they would go through your report for plagiarism and give you a percentage on how much you plagiarized. And there was a percentage we weren't allowed to go over because you're obviously you're quoting references or whatnot. So there's going to be a little bit in there. The teacher's going to catch that because you're doing MLA format. The references are referenced the right way, I should say. Um, so turn it in would have definitely helped in this situation. But anyway, turn it in helps stop you from plagiarizing. Even let's say for some reason you did you didn't know or think you were plagiarizing. No. Turn in to help. So what happened with B. Simone's situation is a uh, outside company came to her, like a marketing company, came to her with the um, with the idea of something that they could put together. They put it together using copies of other people's uh, work. So it's basically like an entrepreneur handbook, something to help get you on top of your game and inspire you. And it had things, spaces for you to write. Um, and fill in the blanks and all that type of stuff like an activity entrepreneur book it kept, it'll keep you active something to do every day keep track of your progress as an entrepreneur something that is very key very key um, not when I first started out but um, I've always been a notebook guy keeping down like I'm surrounded by notebooks that are full of notes and over the years if I'm if I'm on the road and I'm in a hotel I'm yanking that uh, notepad off the desk I'm killing it with notes, and I've got I've got a whole I got a stack over here of hotel notebooks with notes on them from over the years. But anyway, um, so those handbooks are very essential, and it's a good seller if you've got the the brand and following that she does. Um, so when it comes out, people start to notice similar pages, not similar like pages that were copied from other people's work and used in hers, a mixture of other of other inspirational motivational books 
notebooks, workbooks. Uh, and once the internet gets a hold of that, you know, the internet is undefeated. It was a wrap. Um, so they came to her with this packaged project. She puts it out with her name on it. It's basically like having her as the author of this workbook. Um, then all this plagiarism issues start. She is, um, she had to address it. She addressed it publicly and is now working with all of the authors whose work was copied and put into her book. She's halted the book and um, is working to rectify the situation, which is great, I feel like. That was the perfect thing to do. perfect thing to do was to address it head on and fix that shit and just move on to the next thing. And then the next time, write the book or, or sit down with an established ghostwriter to get your thoughts across <clears throat> the right way because she definitely has tools that people could use to get to the point that they want to get she's made a million plus in a very short time span using entrepreneurial steps and using her brand so people need to know those steps she just has to write it out herself and she'll be fine she's a great person lovely person um and the way media works is some shit is here today, gone tomorrow. So we'll forget about this shit in a month or so when she does her next great thing. She just has to do her next great thing. Um, so shout out to you, B. Simone. More power to you. Uh, don't let the negative get to you. Uh, and fuck with a nigga with a nine to five. Uh, that's it for this segment. I'm out. Or am I just talking to myself? going on peace it's C. Versi, uh last segment of the uh talking to myself podcast for this episode trying to be more consistent but it's been a lot going on um with COVID-19 shutdowns but even after that with George Floyd uh being killed by police and then the protests and riots that happened after that so uh, in the first segment you hear me kind of rushing through a George Floyd uh recap since then, there's been there was more protests, more rioting. There's been laws that's been passed, and an outpouring of support from corporate um, from corporations. That's um, which is cool. But what we're dealing with now is a bunch of black people being hung from things in different areas. Uh, one in Palmdale, in an area I used to live in. Uh, another one in Texas, somebody else in New York. Um, Oregon, I believe, and somewhere in Portland. There's been there's so many in like the last week that it's hard to keep up with. And they're starting to find just nooses in other places. So we've gone from black people demanding their equal rights in the sense of the government and police... So it's like an all-out uh, black versus white thing, minority versus white thing, and um, I was about to say so you're like, oh yeah, which is cool, which is not. But um, I'm, what I'm trying to say is that like you know, black people are ready for that. White people are under this guise that you know they're still as 
dominant and um, fear striking as the, those early Ku Klux Klan days. What they fail to realize is that the the black people of today don't give a fuck. Like they want, they are ready for some shit to jump off, and they will set it off. I'm just like as soon as I get the word that there's like yo, this is the battlefield. I am in that bitch. That's just I'm. That's all I'm waiting on. I don't. The protesting is cool. I participated in the protest. I didn't participate in any, in any rioting. Um, but if this shit like, cause it's been a lot of hands and they're they're finding a lot of nooses and in places that it's like, yo, this ain't the South. Like where they found the guy in Palmdale is a block away from where I used to live and it's not a, it was a terrible area. Um, and then they found another black man 50, 60 miles from there. Um, so like I'm, I'm moving around with a little bit of extra degree of caution, not much. I find that more people, more the black people around me are more worried about me than I am about myself. Um, Cause I, I move around as if something could happen any second. That's how I live my life. Something could happen any second of the day. So my head is on a swivel. Things don't just happen to me. It takes a lot for something like to happen to me. It has to, like I have to be inside of a building. Something has to happen to the building. It's not directed towards me type of thing. Uh, my head's on a swivel. Uh, not to say that nothing can happen to me, but I'm, I'm extra cautious. But now I'm even more cautious because these are these things are happening in areas where it's not in your face racism. Like California doesn't have the in your face fuck you racism that the South does. They don't have like out here. I don't run into that fuck you nigger racism. It's it's real covert. Like they're not gonna say it to your face, so you just get denied some shit. This is a little different. Like white people are. I don't know, man. I feel like there's some secret mountain meetings going down somewhere that we're not a part of, and it's gonna go off. And, you know, we'll be ready just because of all of our years of struggling and just having to survive amongst ourselves. It's nothing to survive amongst uh, other people. (sighs) But it's just like it feels like it's any day now type of status. I just I feel like any day now, man, uh, some fucking white dude's going to pop up on the Internet like anonymous with some message. And that's when it's on. Like... And it's crazy. Like, I'm sitting here thinking about pricing. Now, not thinking about it. I've been pricing out a bulletproof vest that I can still maneuver in and do all of my day-to-day tasks without it looking extra bulky on your boy, but still thick enough to stop some shit. Um, just war moves, man. Like, this is crazy. We're going into summertime, and this is our niggas like me thinking about, like, fucking war tactics. And... It's throwing off my mood, so uh, I need a mood adjustment. I'm gonna go open up this loud pack I got and get my day started. And one of these white people looking me crazy is a rat, a uh, crispus addicts. This whole situation, I will set it off. Don't ha- don't look at me crazy. I don't have the mental wherewithal for the shit. There's too much shit going on around me. I can't be like, oh, it, it ain't gonna happen to me. 
No. I will put hands on somebody that steps to me the wrong way. Shit is crazy out here. I got too many babies to be letting some shit happen to me by accident, letting some shit happen to me on purpose. I will fuck some shit up. That is what I'm known for. I'm known for fucking some shit up. I'll deal with the consequences later. That's me. That's C dot. The C stands for controversy. I want all of it. I want all the smoke. I want all the drama. And I'm going home at the end of the day because that's what the fuck I do. I'm out. Enjoy this episode. Like and subscribe. Or am I just talking to myself? <laughs>